Hi, I'm sitting here with the lovely Shalina. And I'm sitting here with the lovely Neka. Welcome to What's Your Safe Word? A podcast about declarations of resistance by us, Women at the Center. So, what are we drinking? Today we have a Kendall Jackson Vintners Reserve, and it's, of course, a Chardonnay because I like them. Perfect. Cheers to you. Cheers. Let's see if it's too dry for me. <laughs> oh wow. God. Look on your face. That feels like, I don't know what that feels what? like. I'm not sure. Like sewagey. Sewage. Not at all. Sewagey. Just I... a little, right? <laughs> okay, no, I'm not, I'm not tasting sewage, Amanda. Like a little bit like a baby diaper. What? I don't like it either. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it either, yeah. Okay, so that is but all for you know me. what? Yeah, we'll wait until our uh, checkout to find out what those buzz ratings are. Okay. Uh, would you like to start with our check-in? I think we should. Okay. Do you want to go first with your mental noise? Um, I'd actually start like to start with my gratitude. Okay. If you don't mind. I don't mind at all. Okay. I just you know like to get that mental noise out. Oh no, I, I no. I'll start with gratitude, um, and I think you're going to talk about this afterwards, but. Um, my gratitude is today we are again all together today it's like the old gang is back again and we're actually doing it uh, in shalina's house so i am very very grateful because as we walked in through the door she had spent her morning chopping vegetables and carrots and making chili and slicing bread it was just such a beautiful, welcoming environment. And so my gratitude, my darling, is to you, Shalina. Thank you. You're welcome. My, also, my gratitude is for all the women that are next to me right now. We're going to be inviting um, Karen and Nicole into the conversation. And, of course, you're going to hear from Amanda, too. Uh, and so I'm just so happy to have you all here. And I think it fits into what we're discussing mm-hmm. today, too, because... These people around me are just like my truest, most best, most loveliest people that I have in my life. Here, here. It's good. Do you want to go to your mental noise now? Yes. Um, I think my mental noise is, um, again, around what's been happening with the Harvey Weinstein uh, trial and the worry about if this man is not convicted, Mm. what it's going to do because... I know that his the accusations against him was what triggered Me Too 2.0, right? Yeah. Because we know that Tarana Burke started it, but this uh, second round of Me Too was triggered by uh, Harvey Weinstein, and all the women that have come forward as a result of it. I am worried what it's going to do to people if he is found not guilty yeah and all the people that came forward with such strength and courage and i i guess i'm i'm it's a mental noise but it's also a way to say to women to survivors regardless of what happens to that pos (laughs) you know you came forward that is that is a lot Mm -hmm. that's a lot but that's my mental noise what's going to happen is it going to invalidate a lot of the things that women are feeling yeah yeah i think my mental noise is i actually read something i read it to the team the other day Uh, But it was something that I found on, like, just on my Insta stories. Somebody had posted something about police and how 
they're the ones that are in harm's way all the time and they're the ones that, you know, are the ones getting killed and they're the ones that are... That the responsibility isn't on police to be retrained, to be educated, to be informed. The, the actual responsibility should be on the public to to behave and to and to operate in a way that makes the police's job easier. And I think that I think that sure there's a conversation to be had, but I think that the facts speak for themselves and I think that we we talked about those facts in the American Sun episode as mm. well as the unbelievable episode. Yeah. And I think that the people that have those values and beliefs that these people that are um, in power and like structuring our system to make sure people operate in a certain way, have have a lot of power right. and I think that not all the time they're using that power to benefit society and the people that they're supposed to be serving and I think that there's a certain body that is taken up as violent which is like the black body right. and I think that those are the people that are dying and I think that if you're a white person sharing things about police brutality that like that puts the onus on the person that was killed, I think that you really need to go home and you need to like do some research and do some fact finding because like I'm so disappointed with those posts and I'm so disappointed. I'm even more disappointed when it's white folks. Like I, I just think people need to like do some work. Yep. Yep. So I that's been hear. my mental noise. Yeah. Yeah. And when you read that post, I was, I don't know. I wasn't surprised because I, I think I asked the question was she, yeah. who wrote it? Was she white? And of course she was white. So yeah. I, I wasn't surprised, but it, it's, it is disappointing. Success. Yeah. Well, tell me yours. Okay, so my success is that I've been going to yoga again a lot, and I, I, I love yoga. Like I absolutely love it, and I actually went the other day. This is not what I was planning on saying, but it's what's come into my mind. So okay, I'm gonna say. do it. But yeah, I went to this new class the other day, and there was like a very hot male instructor. <laughs> I was super excited about the class, and I came home to Chris, and I was like, I'm going to that one again. Like, he was, he was really hot, and he actually looked the way that Chris used to look, like, because Chris has grown out his hair, but Chris used to be, like, a sh- like his head Both used to be shaved, yeah, and so this guy had, like, a shaved head, he was kind of, like, the same height as Chris, and whatever, Ooh. but his voice was, like, so soft. There's something I have, okay, so, when I was in South Africa, there was, uh, like, a large, the large amount of men that I came into contact with were gentle. Like these very gentle men mm. that talked very softly and that were like so gentle. And I have this thing for gentle men. Okay. Like I really do. And like I don't have, like Chris is not a gentle man. I love Chris and I want Chris and he's the best. Um, but he's not a gentle man. And so like when I come into contact with gentle men, like men that are soft spoken but like demand a lot of respect mm, in like an yeah. unspoken way. Yeah. Yeah. I just That's my legs open and <laughs> not That's in okay. a Nicole way, but That's you know, okay. like that, you know, in a way that like no judgment, no judgment at all, no. We so like that. I, I just I really really like it. Not I, in a Nicole way. My legs are closed right now. <laughs> For now. For now. So anyway, I I I really appreciate gentlemen, and so this yoga instructor was like a gentle man mm. and he came over to me at one point and was like talking to me about the light and I was like there's like four other people you could be talking to I think but, you chose me for of reason. course he did <laughs> anyway that was my success my success is yoga my success is that I went to this new class that was a harder class than what I've like oh, cool. been continuing to go to That's good. and so I was like challenging myself and it was a great class and he made it better I love love all of that yeah. I love all of that that was a lot of information that was fine 
That was fine because our, our listeners are getting to know us in whether they like Anyways. to or not. Whether they like to, whether they like it or not. My success is, um, as some of you may know, my son's getting married in uh, July and we've been having a really, really interesting time trying to figure out um, things like what everybody's going to wear and he wants his father and I to wear traditional Nigerian um, attire at some point in the wedding and him and Ellen are also going to at some point in the wedding wear traditional Nigerian but the challenge is because I am Igbo and his father is Yoruba so the question was you know who yeah which one is going and I was saying to Amanda that um, weddings bring out sides of people oh yeah right and i hope my sister will be listening to this but everybody's inserting themselves into (laughs) into what they want to wear so so i'm 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 really excited and i think that the fact that alex and ellen are taking it really really in their stride they're not letting anybody harsh they're mellow they know what they want they know their colors and then he said to me you pick whatever you want you show up in whatever and i thought that's my, that's my boy. That's yeah. my boy. So that's a, that's a huge success. That that's is. That's good. That's good. Perfect. I know. That's a great check-in. Oh, thank you. Now it was. I know. <laughs> so we're going to, uh, this podcast, we're going to talk about um, an episode of Sex Education. So Sex Education on Netflix. It's a television show. And we're talking about um, season two, episode seven. And we're going to invite Kara and Amanda and Nicole into the conversation. So welcome you guys. So welcome, Nicole. Thank you. It was Thank hard you. sitting silent in the background, <laughs> but I loved it. You're the only one, so I'm pretty sure it's been talking. This is the first podcast that we've actually recorded outside of the office. It is. It is. And it we're is. like in a home and it's like super, cozy. It's, it's super beautiful. cozy. It's yeah. absolutely wonderful. Um, so, so yeah. But to, to um, in all transparency, I have not been watching the, the, the show at all. Yeah. And they strapped me down. Uh, no, they didn't. They... <laughs> no, 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 they did. no, they didn't. We're okay with that. They're okay. Yeah. But no, they, they I, I watched. I watched. I watched the specific seg- segment of yeah. the show mm-hmm. where they were in detention. Right. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to be talking about. So what we wanted to base this conversation around was the fact that I think we're all a very close knit group that that kind of are comrades, but also we have solidarity and there's sisterhood between all of us. And mm-hmm. so what we saw, we saw that mirrored in this episode where, um, so if you've watched the episode, what happens is uh, all these girls get put in detention and they get put in detention because something is written on the wall, something that uh, provokes slut shaming in to the teacher. And so the teacher thinks it's women that have girls, yes. girls that have written it. And so a bunch of girls from different cliques within the school get put into detention. And um, after a while, they get tasked with finding something that binds them, something that, like, unifies them and, like, a commonality between all of them. And, well, we all just watched it. So, like, how did you all feel about that commonality? Well, because they they couldn't find one. Like, they kept kind of going around the circle being like, Okay, well, do we all like chocolate? Do we all like shopping? Do we all like... They were trying to kind of think of something that they Shoes. all... Yeah, liked. And then they were like, well, we don't all 
like that. Which I think that also needs to be taken apart because I yeah. think women get generalized a lot, yeah. right? And yeah. women are said to like, oh, you all must like shopping or yeah. you're all going to go spend money or you're all going to like chocolate. Mm-hmm. And I think I think it was good that they also debunked that. Mm-hmm. 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 And then from there, they kind of got started talking about the relationships that were happening in the show. And I don't, like, they kind of just were divulging into, like, talking about partners or boyfriends or whatever. And one of the characters, Amy, Amy during it kind of was, like, really triggered and shouted, like, can we all stop talking about boys? Like, or can we all stop talking about, like, bo-? yeah, I think, can we all stop talking about boys? Stupid boys. Yeah. And then shared an experience. Did she share what had happened to her? I think everyone did. knew. Yeah. No, she shared. Did she, did she, she share? Okay, yeah. she shared. What, an experience that had happened to her earlier in the season where she had been sexually assaulted on a bus, like on public transportation, um, a stranger, like a man. Pulled out his dick. And, and was like masturbating and, and ejaculated onto the side of her leg. And she had gone to the police and they basically said, mm-hmm. nothing can be done. This is a stranger. We're not going to do it. We'll do anything. And it was really dismissed. And so you've watched her kind of struggle with this throughout the season. You've watched how it's impacted her relationship. But a lot of the time she's kind of been keeping it to herself. Yeah. And this is the first time that she shared it with a group of women mm-hmm. or girls. And then they, and then each one of them then proceeded to share their own experiences of ways that they had been sexually assaulted or like yeah. um, discriminated against or yeah. whatever it may be in their own individual ways. So I, I have a, I have a thing and maybe it's because I haven't watched the episode, the seasons, but I actually don't want to talk about them. And I don't, I, I hear you. I, I don't want to unpack the, the episode or the season. I'd like to focus on us as the sisterhood. So it, trying to ask each other or to ask of ourselves, what is it that you think that we have in common that binds us? So mm-hmm. the same questions that they asked of themselves, what do you think is the reason that we are so close? Well, Mecca, they had a whole three hours in detention. <laughs> <laughs> we were prepped beforehand. Mecca just brought this question up. She does this a lot. We, we know. We know the answer. Yeah, we know the answer. Do we? I don't like assuming I think, I, I think. I think, to be honest, I think we have more than one thing in common. I mean, yeah, that's what I was yeah. Let's figure it when out on would... the podcast. That's the point. So I'm curious. And I think that is what we, as much as we were wanting to talk about the show, the, the theme that we were wanting to get right. out of it yes. was that their sisterhood that they ended up forging through this conversation was what impacted us all watching the show. Like, that's what stood yeah. out to us. It wasn't these individual stories. It mm-hmm. wasn't, although those were impactful. Yeah. What was, what I think moved all of us was the fact that at the end of the episode, the group of girls all show up to take the bus with for the sure. one. And, 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 that, and I think that was what moved us all. So I like this question. I want, like, but. For sure. And what, I, what do I, you I'm, all think? <laughs> I'm just, I'm just thinking that. You know, it, the episode is not billed as a, an unpacking mm-hmm. or a debrief of that show. It's no. really around... A conversation. Yeah, about mm-hmm. us. Yeah, absolutely. Right? So, so, absolutely. So let's get back to my question. What do you think, Nicole? <laughs> well, because you're sitting right next to me, my darling. Thank what you. do you think binds, mm-hmm. sort of brings you close to this group of women? Nicole is going to continue. There's so many, there's so many things. Um, I think the immediate thing that I'm thinking of is like anger like I think we have this this sisterhood that like makes it that brings out our anger but in a transformative way and Mm -hmm. then we all support 
one another. Like whenever we come in with a check-in, especially your mental noise, there's times where like we cried or like some something mm-hmm. that's like really upset us. And then like we sit, we don't sit beside each other, but we sit across from each other. But mm-hmm. I always feel like mm-hmm. we're holding hands. Mm-hmm. Like when we, <laughs> mm-hmm. oh God, I'm getting emotional. Good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I think it's I that. Ah, oh, I love that. Uh, no, go ahead. I, I, I was like, I don't know. We were talking, we had a conversation earlier in the day and I said that something, a big thing for me when I meet new people is if I feel safe. So I think what unifies me with mm-hmm. all of you is that we feel safe together Yeah. and not in safe as in like, we're, I mean, like, I mean, sorry, I actually, I mean safe in that in any sense of the word, we feel safe to express our opinions that are different. Yeah. We feel safe to be ourselves in like the most raw way. We feel safe to be vulnerable. We feel safe to be whatever we are. Like, we feel safe to say it. And knowing that, like, even if, like, they don't agree, even if I'm being challenged, it's coming from a place of love and respect and, like, knowing that we are all individuals and allowed to have different spaces, but we are here to learn and grow and be together. And I love that, like, I feel safe to be myself Mm -hmm. in this space. And I think that we all provide that for one another. Yeah. I would agree with that. Yeah. Kara? I know this isn't about me. <laughs> well, yes, it, it is. is. Yeah. <laughs> so when everyone was talking, I just... <laughs> I love you. I went back into, like, entering the room. And I know that's not going to answer your question, Nika. That's okay. <laughs> but, like, I enter the room. Usually I enter spaces with my race first. I never do that when I enter the space. Like, I just enter and I just... I feel mm-hmm. like humanity comes into you know what I mean like I never have to think about where I am who I am or just I don't know it's weird it, what, when you're talking it just brought me back oh um, and I'm just like oh my god like I never have to be anyone else and I mm-hmm. never have to think about how I'm gonna come off to any anyone mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just enter yep like, it's just weird. I don't know. I don't even know your question anymore. That's okay. That's I'm exactly. just like, literally, oh, I love these humans. Yeah. What binds us is that we're all human. Stop making me cry. <laughs> Shalina, this is you. You started this. Guys, this is about me. And <laughs> you're taking it away. absolutely right. It is about you. But yeah, I, I just, I don't know. It's a weird space to be in. I've never, like, grown. I don't have many friends. Sorry, guys. But if you're listening to this... <laughs> But you are all, like, such amazing people. You have, like, moved beyond friends. You guys are, like, family. Yeah. Like, you guys are my family. And it's just, like, it's weird. Yeah. It's weird in a short amount of time, in a year. Yeah. Yeah. But I... I think you're more my family than my family sometimes. I don't tell them a lot of things. Yeah. And it's like, we can have arguments, but no one leaves the space holding that... Are, yeah. Like, it's just compassionate. Yeah. And it's not a compassion. It's just us, like, being us. Yeah, absolutely. And no one's no one's angry. No one's upset. No one's like, fuck you. I'm not talking to you for two weeks. Never. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 It's, yeah. like, intellectual, but it's, like, I don't know. I don't know. It's amazing. Emotional. What binds us? Um, love. Yeah. Oh, Shalina. Stop crying. She's always doing that. She's crying. Love. 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 Love.
I love that. And it's like not like sentimental. I'm not very sentimental. That's what it means a lot. You are. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> Only with you guys. <laughs> I just love you all so much. And it's like I never have to be the first person. I never feel like I have to validate me. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. That's that's a lot. Yeah. Yeah, that takes a lot of like weight. I'm only looking at you because you're like about to cry. I'm worried. <laughs> Don't be worried. Crying is good. It's good. It's a release. It is good. Yeah. Okay. What about you, Shanina? Oh my gosh. How am I supposed to follow any of that? I think like I think what I was going to say isn't what I'm thinking now. I think yeah. what I was going to say is walking into a space where I know that <laughs> like I think. I think we talk about violence and we talk about gender-based violence Mm -hmm. and we talk about how we're survivors. And I think going into a space as a survivor, knowing that no matter what, you're going to be believed. Nothing Mm -hmm. else is going to come into, um, nothing, like nothing that you say is going to be construed in any type of way or, you know, dissected or anything like that. Like you're believed no matter Mm -hmm. what. I think that's like an incredible foundation. But I think, I think when you were just talking about family, I think like I haven't I haven't shared this on the podcast yet, but the next episode is gonna be uh, Chris and I talking about our relationship changes, and we'll go into that like more in the next episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but because of that, like I've lost family members, mm-hmm. and I think of when I told them about relationship changes, and then like completely different when I told all of you. And you, like, all of you have had every part of me, not just my back, but, like, my heart, my shoulder, Mm -hmm. like, every part of me you guys have had. And if I didn't have any of you, like, I don't, I don't think I, I don't know how I would have gotten through the past year. Like, I think that you all have made my, (gasps) you, (laughs) you all have, like, made me feel like I belong, I belong to, I belong to this. We have created something where we all belong to something together. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's like one of the most powerful things that we can do because I don't think we tried to belong to anybody else's anything. We've created something where we, we create what belonging means to us. Mm -hmm. And we're just exactly like what you said. We're just all each other with each other. Mm -hmm. I don't crave much anymore. Like usually it's like, Oh, I want to talk. I wish I had some. No. Yeah. I don't crave anything that yeah. satisfies me. And I think, like, when you look into, like, love languages mm-hmm. and you look into, like, how different people love different people, like, I words of affirmation is my love language. Mm-hmm. And, like, Chris isn't the best at words of affirmation. It's his bottom. Neither is Toronto. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, I mean, like, I get, I get my, I get all of the love languages from all of I walk in and they're like, I love you. I love I what you're doing. Oh, my touch. gosh. Yeah. I get a yeah. lot of physical yeah. touch from all of I you. I wrote them it. very hard. <laughs> Consensually. All of it. It's all consensual. Yeah. And so I think that, I think that having, having a place where you can have, like, actual physical, like, intimacy without somebody that you're in a sexual relationship with, yeah. I think that's so powerful and, and rebellious in a sense. Yeah. And I love being rebels with you and I love being, like, 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 transformative people that are, like, putting the world into a better place. Like, oh, I've just, I've found my place in all of you. Mm-hmm. Me too. In all of you. In all Yeah, <laughs> I like what do you think? Oh. Um, I, I talk all the time about how this work of social justice is is hard right that the 
the experiences that we we hear from other survivors is traumatic in a in and of itself mm-hmm. and so we get to hear and walk with women who are in trauma whilst at the same time holding our own personal trauma in hand mm-hmm. and i tell i tell all of you this all the time how because the work is so hard it is important that we create a space that is really kind and gentle with each other and the organization's been around since 2008 2009 and i've been doing this social justice stuff since 2003 and i've met i think thousands of survivors in my time and i've had lots and lots of staff and lots of placement students and lots of you know allies in the work but you are different you are you are different i I know (laughs) i really wanted to hear it i'm saying it you women are very very different and the 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 enthusiasm that you bring into the space number Mm. one the openness that you you bring and i think amanda said it around vulnerability and and you know just just being willing to share give of yourself and share of yourself that's what's sort of revolutionary Mm -hmm. and that's what when you think about what sisterhood looks like that is what sisterhood looks like is that we show up there are days when i feel like i feel shitty and crappy Mm -hmm. but i walk into i will i I first of all think i'm coming into the office to hang out with my with my with my crew yeah Mm -hmm. and then i get there and there's just this hi and everyone is hugging and everybody's and but and it's even genuine. and yeah. it's genuine and then yeah. we are kicking ass with the work i mean yeah. we are yeah. doing incredible and i just i walk away every day thinking holy shit i am so grateful yeah. i am so grateful for each one of you and it's not perfect right like every relationship there are ups and downs there are disagreements we're pretty perfect but as, <laughs> yeah. as perfect we as we are pretty perfect this, as <laughs> it's the most perfect relationship but, but i've ever I, had I, we're perfect in that we are imperfect perfect. like you. i think that we the fact that we can disagree and argue and challenge still, and still and still find humor and love and compassion yeah. within that. like that is like it's not perfect all the time it's not always easy but we are so willing to mm-hmm. sit in the unease but if it was easy and if we were all like yeah 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 i it would not feel it. the same it, it wouldn't be, be as genuine then. no exactly no. no and i know your honest opinion because you're always going to give it yeah and i'm always going to give yeah. it and we just find yeah. a commonality we're like okay that's yeah. fine you move on and we, yeah. there's nothing yeah. you know what i what i so i'm i'm old enough to be your mother's uh yes i am um <laughs> <laughs> but but when when I think about how much you've taught me, right? How much each of you have taught me. We were saying uh, the other day, uh, Amanda. I, I made a statement, and Amanda gently pushed back and said, "Yes, but you you did say." And I thought, "Oh, yes, I did. Mm-hmm. Yes, I did." And the whole thing around accountability—that it, it wasn't shaming. Mm-hmm. It was to say to you, um, "No, you know, be honest, be accountable." And then that space to say, uh, "You know, yeah, you're right. <laughs> you you but, got me." You but got I me. think that's the difference. Like once you say, "Oh yeah, you're right," no one's here going, "See, See I told you so." Exactly. No. Like no one's doing that. And I think I I've said this a couple times to like other people. We've never really said this in the podcast, but I think that learning part has been 
has been one of the most impactful things. Like mm-hmm. I, oh, I have I said to everybody that I've learned more in, mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. not in this room because we're in my family room, but like in the office, like I've learned more in that room that I did in any lecture, that I did in any conference, any training, because I I think people may listen to this and think that we're all on the same page, but you have heard us challenge each other on the podcast, and we challenge each other, like, I I am close with all of these women, and Kara challenges me, actually, all of you do. We will do. We just had a challenge before this podcast. Yeah, we did. We won't continue it here, but maybe after. But we we did, and we walk away with different perspectives, Mm -hmm. but I, I... it still makes us closer yeah. somehow. And I was, that's it. Like, yeah. It's not that all of a sudden we all fight and we get on the same page. Sometimes we leave not on the same page. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we leave knowing, I'm not on the same page as you, but that's okay. We're and I respect okay. that you have a different opinion. I like that we're not yeah. on the same page all the time. Yeah. 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 I got home yesterday. And so I'm not in the office any, like every day anymore because I'm in school in a different capacity still and in a different placement. And... I got home and I like was sitting with Zach and I was just like, I miss it. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to cry. I cried last <laughs> night. I'm going to cry again. Like I, it's so like, it's like, it's like night and day in that, like I walk in and it's like every single idea that any one of us have, it's like every single one of us. <laughs> yes. And everybody, <laughs> like there is never a moment where anyone is like, that's not such a great idea. You're thinking too big. You're thinking, and it's like, I don't, it's always, that's a great idea. And we should do this. Or that's a great idea. I want to do more. Or like, yeah. And we should do like, and like, I think it, it's just, it's so motivational and inspiring to have people that not only like want to listen, but like think that like your ideas are good and valuable. Right. Not just good. Incredible. Yeah. They're and, great. They're great. Yeah, but not, and not just mine, like everyone Everyone's, around the table, yeah. like every time someone speaks, sometimes I'm like, or like, just like, it's like, wow. I like, I wouldn't have thought of that. That's like amazing. Yeah. And then it's like, I got, yeah, I got home and I was like, I go into that, like into that office. And I'm like, the fact that like this group of women are talking about how they can like, find a way to bring me on board. And I'm like, they're not, like, they're talking about, like, I'm like, I said to Zach, I was like, they want to make a position, not for someone, but for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, I don't know about, like, I was like, I don't think people, and I don't just mean that for me, like, I mean that for each one of us. Like, I was like, I don't think people usually, if ever, get to say that, like, that people wanted to hire them, not because, like, they needed to fill a role, but they wanted to hire them because they were like, oh, I'll find a role for you because you're great. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't care what it is. Like, I don't compare what what capacity it's in. We're going to find a space for you here because we need you. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's what I love so much about NECA is I think that, like, NECA has created that space for each one of us. Like, I think each one of us were brought onto this team not because, like, there was a specific role and they were like, ah, yes, you check these boxes and you have this experience <laughs> and so you get this role. It's like... No, Nicole, Shalina, Kara, like all of us, like you have this role because you are you and we need you mm-hmm. on board. Yeah. Like that's, Don't I don't know. But Amanda, when you're not there, like we can <laughs> tell, like we feel it. And then when you were there yesterday, I was like, this is oh the my team. God. Yeah. Like we feel whole. You're like that missing piece <laughs> when you're not there. And then yeah. when you come there, it's like, we feel yeah. 
like yeah and, and, and like, it's just, just like, like I feel that like I just like I, I'm like I, I miss it and when I'm there I'm like oh my god like I don't know how I don't know how I go to day to day without this because it's like it's so refreshing mm-hmm. and so um therapeutic yeah and just like it just feels good to be in a space where it's like you can be 100% yourself. I think, And, like, yeah. it doesn't have to... Exactly what you were saying earlier, right? Kara. Like, it doesn't have to be good. It can be, like, oh, yeah, I was at a really anxious day today. Mm-hmm. Or, oh, like, my God, I th- thought I said this thing the other day, and I didn't mean it that way, and I'm feeling weird about it. Or, oh, I had this awful experience when I'm dressed shopping. Yeah. Or I had, oh, this awful experience on this day. And it's, like, everyone's here for that. But then, also, there's days where people come in and are, like, this is awesome, and this is happening. I'm having a baby. And yeah. it's like, and we're all just as excited and we're all here just for those ups as we are for those downs. Yeah. I think, I think that's like what I think hits me the most. I think that's, I think that's literally what binds us is mm-hmm. the fact that we're all 100% ourselves. Like, yeah. I don't know if there is another space. And I didn't actually even think about this until Amanda said it today when she was talking about how she can be 100% herself in this space. And I remember like going through even my masters and being told that like we perform in different spaces and like mm-hmm. we we perform to different people and like what they need and we leave certain parts of ourselves out for other people, mm-hmm. right? Because sometimes they're not safe for those people mm-hmm. to witness. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's it is it is an honor to like know each one of you mm-hmm. in your whole in your wholeness. Like it it's an absolute honor. And it also makes okay. me feel completely, <laughs> and it also makes me feel completely like, and I guess that's why I brought up belonging, right? Like mm-hmm. to belong to a space where you're not 100% yourself, you don't actually feel like you belong mm-hmm. yeah. to where, and then when you're in a space where you can yeah. be 100% yourself and people are like, we fucking love you for it. Yeah. That's, that's transformational. Yeah. That in itself is, is a totally different space than like I've ever felt. No, but like it's like you walk into a space and wherever you're at, everyone meets you there. Yeah. Like during my pregnancy, pregnancy is the longest thing you will ever go through. <laughs> it was like a the long longest time. forty weeks of your life. <laughs> the longest forty weeks is like a whole year. It felt like it my whole life. But you guys got me through it. Like you guys got me through my pregnancy. I think you guys brought me closer to my baby. Because oh, everyone was like, oh my god, like everyone just, like when I walked out, like I, I came into space and I was just like, everyone just puts their insecurities on me. They were like, oh, you're pregnant, but I don't want to have a baby. Like, I'm not asking you to have a baby. <laughs> <laughs> everyone be like, oh my god, I don't know how you could do it, or oh my god, this is so good, but. Um. Or this is like, oh, like you're, like you can't do this anymore, you can't do that anymore. You could feel the energies of certain people changing, and I never felt that. Like, I felt like. I was able to be pregnant. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it was I just like, it. oh, it just brought me back. I love that. Do you know, so we had a, we had a trip that unfortunately Amanda couldn't oh, come no. with us. <laughs> uh, but we all went to Cuba and we did a retreat and like we all paid for it. We are not rich. Like we all paid for it out of our own pocket and it's Cuba. But Kara was pregnant. And she came on the trip to, like, an all-inclusive resort oh, yeah. where most people are just... I was going to drink anyways, but I loved it. <laughs> you were dancing. Most... You were playing volleyball. But every... were... no one was like, oh, no, you guys were like, no, Kara, don't die for the ball. 100% valid. <laughs> <I don't. laughs> you totally do. I dove for the ball. And everyone was like... 
And that girl's like, no, Kara, come, come sit. <laughs> and I was like, no, I, I'm fine. I just, I wanted, I just wanted to rub the, be- the, the belly in. The belly, yeah. <laughs> but look, I think, I think that was like, I think that that shows just how much that, like, yeah, you were pregnant. Mm-hmm. So what? Like, you're still fucking one of us and, like, yeah, you life. get to show mm-hmm. up, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, Nicole and I drank for you. <laughs> like, we drank enough. I, mean, I went to the tree. Yeah. Neca did drink. <laughs> on, the last, on the last day, I, I must That's admit. That's true. On she, the last day, you She gave fully it went under the water <laughs> and came back out like nothing. Could have dropped. Nothing to see here. But, like, that was also one of the best vacations that I've, I've ever been on, yeah. Like, yeah. to be somebody that, like, I was never... Like, you talked about your friends. I was never that close to girls, mm-hmm. to be honest. Like, I, and especially when we're talking about, you know, sex education and we're talking about, like, girls in high school. In high school, I had, like, two girlfriends. And, and like, one. I still maybe have those two girlfriends. And I think that, like, like I never, girls never really loved me. I, and, like, I was kind of confused Ooh. when it came to girls. The competition wise. Yeah, like everybody wanted to compete with me. And I never, even like I had like my first working experience and I started dating this guy that worked there. And then every girl hated me because they all liked the guy. And I was like, I didn't do anything. Like I didn't know. And so like I've never been close with girls. And Mm. I've I've always like since I was in grade nine, I've had like long-term relationships. And so that's been my person. Mm-hmm. My person too. has always been my the like, I was lover. In a relationship with. Yeah. yeah. And always. Like, and the fact that I have all of you and you're all like my sisters. Mm-hmm. Like that that is so different to me. I like I you have... more than my sisters. <laughs> <laughs> me too. Hundred yeah. percent valid. Me too. And yeah. all of my friends. Like I have I'm like Shalina, I have a I'm lot sure. of friends. I did not say that way. <laughs> no, you said like when you were younger, as you grew up, you didn't have a lot of like girlfriends. Yes, yeah. that's yeah. what I meant. She like, was a cheerleader. Please share with the group. We won't get into that part. <laughs> no, but I have a lot of like girlfriends that I've grown up with since like high school. And we've stayed friends forever, um, and we're close. But I've like realized through like gaining our relationships together that I've never had a relationship this deep before. Like, I've, mm. I've never been this close or, like, want to show up in the way that I show up for all of you. Yeah. Mm. Like, I, and I, I literally would, like, jump in front of a fucking train. But we wouldn't mm. let you. <laughs> <laughs> we would all hold hands across the train. Yes, you would. Um, I, 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 I would I, make y'all move. I, 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 just be like, I, I don't I know why we're talking like about trains. I, I wouldn't Sorry about do that. that. I would quickly move us all. Off the track. You know what I would do? I would be like, whatever is best for the group. <laughs> I did it a lot. lot. I know what I would say. I would say no peer pressure either way. <laughs> yeah, you would. You would say no shame. There's no shame if you don't want to say anything. Yeah. I would say, um, I don't want to, but if the group wants to, <laughs> we can do it. <laughs> I say that a lot. Take your accountability a lot. You do. Yeah. But, but it's, a good, just, it's a good thing. Yeah. yeah. Individuality, but group teamwork. Group cohesion. Yeah. yeah. I... It's interesting because as you like, as you see, I'm like I have had, I do have those relationships. Like I have, I think I've, I have very close friends. I think I'm a few friends, but very close friends. Yeah. I think that's the kind of relationship I like to have. Is that I like to have very one on one relationships. Like, and so I have a lot of very mm-hmm. close friends, but they're always one on one. Like, and so I like to have like these like really really intimate kind of settings where I think this is the and because I think that's always felt safer to be honest and I think that feels secure and that I like I can get to know one person and that's how I like to get to know people best 
But I think this is the first space where I'm like, oh, I feel like I have a, a sisterhood in a different way here than I do with other friends. Because I think I do have, like, other friends that I'm very close with. And I would say that, like, I have a sisterhood with them as well. But this is the first time that it feels very collective to me, mm, if right. that makes sense. Yeah. And I think that's what... To bring it back to like what we were talking about earlier, like with sex education, I think with sex education, I think that's why this show stood out to me. And we even talked about it on the one episode about Handmaid's Tale and how like that scene really stood out to me too around sisterhood. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't think we see in media, Mm -hmm. in anywhere dominantly, close female relationships Mm -hmm. that aren't then driven by like some sort of competition or some sort of relationship. And I think, or like some thing that gets in the way. And I think it's so hard. And so then when you see a scene like this, it's why it feels so powerful and impactful because it's like, we need more representations of women being collectively together. This is why I I don't watch, I hardly watch any of these desperate housewives or whatever the fuck that they are. You know, they're like these is that what it's called? House, whatever, or... all of that. That was a show. That was a while. Whatever it is, but it's <laughs> I I stand in my datedness. But it's it's this whole, you know, you have these women, and I'm sure they're all wonderful women in and of themselves. But the show, yeah, is premised on them. Mm-hmm. You know, who has more money? Yeah. Who's tits are bigger? Who's has more? <laughs> Valid. No, Valid. but that, that's the thing, right? Yeah. Who and, has and, a better and, relationship? Who right. has this? Who and, has and this? And so, so it's about women. It's about... I'm very competitive. I need to stop doing this. But no, no that's okay. This you don't compete good. with us. I'm, it's good well, to... I'm like, whose relationship is better? No, 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 you don't. no, no, Nicole, just to clear what? that up, because I don't want, I don't want that to be Nicole, Nicole wants everyone to love her. And, and that's, <laughs> no, but, no, but that's the thing. Like, I, you're not competitive There's and who's better. It's about competitive of like, who can love everybody the most. Yeah. And I think, and I think if you're competing in love and you're competing in like, I want to love you. I love you oh my god i'm so happy for all the love that's okay yeah, no, <laughs> like no, that's an no, okay also, thanks for validating and not even that but i also think that it's like if it comes from a place of being like for me and i don't want to project this on nicole this is for me I, like i have had moments where i'm like oh like i feel like and especially just because i think because i'm removed sometimes and i feel like oh like i'm not like i'm like like am i still Am I still a part of it? Like, are they're all, they like each other more and I'm just this person that shows up. And so like, or like, I think that like, when people feel like I missed out on something, I'm like, mm-hmm. that's like, for me, when that happens, that's coming from a place of insecurity. But the fact that I can say that in this group, the mm-hmm. fact that I can be like, oh, I feel like I miss out and that scares me mm-hmm. and not have that be like shamed and have that said be like, we understand, but we, we miss you when you're not here. Yeah, because every That's time you walk, every time you walk in the room, there's a whole yeah. scream and everybody runs. <laughs> but not even to make it about me, but I just mean, I think the fact that we can bring our insecurities yes. and have them be like said to us, we understand and we're here for that. Yeah. Like we, yeah. like that, that is validating to be able to say, but I want to be loved too. Like, like that's <laughs> like, that's, a, it's not coming from a place of competition. I think it's coming from a place of like, but I want that too. I want that too. And it's like, yeah, and we do. Mm-hmm. It's just not this moment right now. We were talking about somebody else, but we do too. <laughs> I think for me, it's, um, I think I talked about it on the previous episode. For me, it's a solidarity. I don't feel like I have to tell you why you should be upset. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can just say what the issue is mm-hmm. and everyone gets it. You know what I mean? And they don't have to be in it to feel it. And that's what I don't like about this episode, really, Mm. is that they all felt it. And I hate that 
they are all connected through harm and I hate that mm-hmm. they all had to experience some type of it I don't know if that's what happened for them to understand and for them to come together mm. but I don't know if we can move beyond that but it's like people I hate that people always have to be in it to get it yeah I, I, I no go ahead I 100% understand what you're saying I think we I think we had a discussion about this on the last podcast mm-hmm. and we were saying that like like the person that have, that hasn't experienced that needs to show up as loud as angry yeah. mm-hmm. as hurt by the person that experienced it's not it. more it's because not more. Mm-hmm. at the end of the day it could happen to you one mm-hmm. that shouldn't be the reason mm-hmm. why mm-hmm. but anything hurting someone else should somehow like impact you in some mm-hmm. way yeah. like I think I mentioned this on Facebook I don't care who's upset offended by what I'm gonna say right now but I've never seen so many people on my Facebook upset about racism as the whole thing around coronavirus. Oh. A lot of people started posting about how they are being looked at, how we shouldn't show we shouldn't be racist to people because of something they can't control, or how they, they shouldn't be right. assumptions shouldn't be put on them. And I made a post and I said, I'm gonna keep my mouth shut because I've never seen this much this much outrage about mm-hmm. racism now that it's on the other foot. Yeah. So if you're not like black people are always the first to show up for everyone, especially mm-hmm. black women, and now I'm not showing up for anyone because mm-hmm. no one has shown up for me. Mm-hmm. I've seen so many posts about Asian bodies being being ex- like experiencing racism. Mm-hmm. You've experienced it before. Is now when you're gonna show up? Why weren't you there when I was posting about mm-hmm. police brutality? I've actually seen more Asian people on my Facebook feed. Not, I'm not generalizing, but on my Facebook feed, say Blue Lives Matter. I've seen posts. I've blocked a few oh people, God. and I've seen that. So I think I yeah. 100% I'm here for this discussion. Mm-hmm. I think that I think that this is where we have to talk about like model minorities, mm-hmm. and we need to talk about how black bodies are taken up as violent and how Asian bodies aren't. Mm-hmm. And now that there's a fear or of a Asian... switch or like a, a pause. Well, yeah. Like I think there's now a fear of Asian bodies because of the coronavirus, mm-hmm. which again is racist. If yeah. Whatever. And it's not right. Yeah. It's not right. But because there's a fear of their bodies now, now all of a sudden you're absolutely right. They're getting this. Mm-hmm. And, and some people are reacting in violence towards their bodies mm-hmm. because of it. And now it's like, oh, they're, they're finally understanding. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why it's so important, if you're listening to this, I think it's so important to understand what anti-black racism looks like. like. Because it is fucking vile, and mm-hmm. it's violent, and it's palpable, and you can feel it, and you can mm-hmm. see it, and it's everywhere. And if you're not understanding the difference between racism at large and anti-black racism, like, then you need to look into that yeah. because it is, it's, it's huge. But what hurts me the most is, like, even though they're posting about this and they're, like, very upset, I feel it for them. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Even though I wanted to attach myself and be like, yeah. well, now you get it. Mm-hmm. So are you then, are you then now, when you see my post, are you going to understand? And for them to get to that point, it's hurting me that it even had to get to this mm-hmm. point. But I feel it for them. Like, I'm in it with them, but I don't, I don't, I don't have the... <sighs> the emotional capacity to take on theirs right now because mm-hmm. no one's helping me carry mine. Yeah. 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 We're here. Yeah. yeah. That just brought me yeah. back. That wasn't what the episode was about, but that's it, it does okay. connect. It's it does it is, yeah, but it, it is true in that, like, I, I do feel that in this, I hope I am that for you and I know that you are all that for me in that, like, yeah. you, when I, or when any of us are experiencing pain, we don't have to quantify it or validate it 
we will meet you in that pain Mm -hmm. like no matter what like what if like when I and I hope that like I am doing that for all of you but I know that you do that for me yeah and I feel like no one if I bring something to the table no one's scared no one has fragility is it fragility yeah white fragility no one has fragility in meeting me where I'm at and adding to the conversation versus agreeing because they're scared of disagreeing yeah Yeah. and it's it's even more I think relevant because you're in a space where you're not the only black woman in that space and you where you and I as black women are in a space with talking about this group I don't feel like a black woman in well this, this space. is the point that speaks a lot yeah which is what you were saying that when you show up, you, up it's I not your race. With my race it's not your race but to to add to the whole thing about the sisterhood and and, and Kara's point about race and black women's um, journeys being in a being with a group of white women who we talk about allies and accomplices being in, in a group with three incredible white women who will show the fuck up and tell people other white people to shut the fuck up when they are making problematic sta- uh, statements means that i don't have to be the black yes. person that, that stands up and mm-hmm. and then be labeled the angry black woman mm-hmm. and i think that part of um what makes this really important and why we need to figure out a way to uh, amplify this type of relationship outside is because this sector that we're in is you know it's violence against women recognizing that the violence that we talk about is gendered so we're talking about male violence against women but then also having living with the dual reality that a lot of women in the sector are themselves very violent towards other women. Mm -hmm. So for us, as an organization of, by, and for survivors, recognizing that we have almost a responsibility, the the way we we walk in the world, right, the way this this cohort move in the world is the way that we can sort of lead by example for others, right? And so how do we do do that? How do we we model? And I think we, we spoke about that before so how do you think we model this yeah I think that's the important thing I think we need to model it I think that um and I think that this podcast is also modeling it I think that you know talking about a space that you can create and a space that actually does exist with other women Mm -hmm. even though we're socialized to compete with them I think you can actually be you know solidarity sisters with them I think that that's a real thing so yeah I think I think through um, this hopefully we are role modeling and I hope that like all of you listening can see that this is a real this this is a real community and this is um, a real sisterhood mm-hmm. I think that we're gonna start to check out does anybody have anything else to add before we check out no. I do okay I want to <laughs> I'm, I'm talking to again our listeners and again specifically to women survivors because we have um, membership our members are women survivors and what we're trying to do is to to facilitate this type of engagement amongst mm-hmm. other survivors and I want you know like our women who are leading our chapters women who are thinking of joining to for them to think about what they are going to bring into these relationships relationships that they're going to enter into with other women and figuring out ways to stay true to who they are but also being true to this sense of sisterhood knowing that we can Mm -hmm. you know when we share our humanity like Kara said this is how we actually transform 
the world. And I think it's also important because we've used the word sisterhood so much. I think it's important to understand that we're not using C I S. Yeah, sisterhood, not sisterhood. It's 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 sisterhood, which includes trans bodies, it includes trans communities, it includes gender non-binary folks as well. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, I think that's important to leave everybody with. So. We're gonna check out, we're gonna go around with our buzz rating and we're gonna answer one question. So the question I'm gonna ask is, do you believe in ghosts and why? Yeah. Okay, I can start. Okay. The wine was a one. <laughs> Let's do wine rating first. Okay, so one. Should one, it was trash. Okay. Wow. Oh, you want me to do mine? Yeah, so I can do the calculation. I would, yeah, 0. 0.5. 0. 0. 0.5? I wanted to do that too, but then I was What? Nicole? It's still, my, my it's, glass is still full, just so I As I'm drinking it, like, I'm, I don't mind it as much. Yeah, it's oh, really it's growing better. on me, and it, it's sweeter okay. as you drink it. So, so no, it's not. What's yeah, yeah it's more like a cider. We took it as we drank it. We took one I give it a three. Whoa. Wow. That was, that's, that's high. Well, thank you. It's a high for NECA. Yeah, true. <laughs> it's not a high for me. But for me, it's a four. Wow. Holy, this I is what you like? This, 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 I thought she was going to say 4.7. No, I, would, I would have, but yeah, it's four. it's a 4. Oh, Mecca, I'm so sorry. Don't, okay. Why are you apologizing? I'm so sorry. I don't agree. Uh, <laughs> it's okay. I'm wondering what it, this is a whole other podcast. Amanda, what's your? I think a 2. Okay. Or okay. actually a 1.5. That's okay. Sorry. That's, that's okay. Fair. Don't apologize. Yeah. yeah. Okay, and so, Devetta, it. It scored a two overall. A two. Wow. That is that is accurate. It's so a we definitely will not be sponsored. I will I be. I mean, so, we're open to sponsorship. It's so I'll hard it. because I think our ratings are always skewed sweeter. I think three of us lean, or two yeah. I would say lean sweeter. Two of us are kind of in the middle. Yeah. And Neca is definitely dry, drier. Dry. And so it's like Neca is always on her own rating for the dry side. And so we always lean a little more the other way. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I thought you were sure. I'm not. I'm giving her my wine. Do you wine. want to answer the ghost question? You want to go first as well, Kara? Yeah. It depends. Okay. If I'm in my, if I'm in my house alone, hundred <laughs> percent. I love this answer. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like then you're yeah. like, but what if? So what was that noise? Yeah. Is that something? If it's dark and I see something across the room that happens to look like a figure. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm the exact same. I way. have to figure out what that is before I move on with my night. But so okay. when do you not believe in them? When it's not dark and you're not scared, well, and I'm not alone. alone. Got, it. Got it. Then I'm just like, got it. But got it. When the light's on, no. Got it. When it's okay. off, yes. Okay. Wow. Great that, answer. Yeah. Or when I'm in the shower alone and I'm washing my hair, and then I'm like, I need to turn around to make sure there's no nothing in the bathroom, and then I find out someone's watching or feel like someone's watching me, then I have to move the curtain okay. and then close it back and then continue washing. Kara, I think you could have your own show. Kara, I don't have, know. have you ever had a ghost experience? And, and I want everybody to think about this as well. Come back to me. Okay, Amanda. Um, Two questions. Do you believe in ghosts? If yes, why? And if yes, then have you had an experience? Okay. I am so logic-driven in so much of my life. Like, I, I'm so logic-driven, but I believe in ghosts. Okay. I think that there is... So much to say. I'm not. I'm not religious at all. I'm not like any. But like, I just think there's so much to say about our spirits and ourselves. Like we're so, like humans, are such full spirited people that I, when people die, I don't know where people go. 
And so how, like, and then, like, I, and I'm just, like, how can that all just disappear? And so, I'm like, I just think that people exist in different ways okay. after death. I don't know if that necessarily means, like, figures walking around ghosts. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I, I feel that when I'm home alone and scared. Yeah. I feel that. But I do think that, like, we don't know enough about the world to definitively say no. Okay, yeah. So, like, how okay. am I to say no? Agnostic over here. Yeah. Yeah. To yeah. say. Okay, I'm back. That <laughs> to say no, I don't know. I'm just like I think that there's too much that we don't know. Yeah, and I think that it it brings me because I don't necessarily believe in an afterlife of it, in any capacity. It brings me like comfort to think about like how <laughs> what's happening over there. <laughs> Nicole has sagos. <laughs> <laughs> It brings me comfort to think about the ways that, like, people can be around after the fact. Like, just, like, I think... And so, oh, okay. I haven't ever experienced a ghost or anything like that. Okay. But I have... But you believe. Okay. Yeah, or just, like, there was an instance where, like... So, when you asked, like, have I ever... I haven't, but, like, there was an instance where we were out celebrating my grandma's birthday. And so, my whole family's there. My grandpa passed away before I was born. My mom really believes in, like, the dragonflies and how, like, they are really symbolic. And so, we're all sitting. We're all on this, like, boat cruise together. We're all sitting. And halfway, like, right at the beginning of the meal, a dragonfly comes and sits on the window ledge right behind my grandma and sits there for the entire meal until we finish and then flies away. Hmm. And so, I'm like, things like that. I'm just like, I don't know if that's Got necessarily it. a ghost or, but it's like spirits. I believe in spirits. <laughs> that's exactly what I was going to say. Is it but I'm not. Ghost? Like, listen, exactly. well, Do you want me to go next? Yeah, we'll go. Okay, I'll go Sorry, next. I, maybe I took it a different way, but that's how it's okay. Okay. Oh, how Can it's I finish? Um, <laughs> I'm just more confused now. My mom believes in ghosts. She told me to tie something around my baby's hand, something red, so nothing bothers it. Bothers my baby. But I think I believed in ghosts more when I had a cat because he would be looking around and I thought, yes, and my mom would say cats are very spiritual and they can sense when other things are wrong. So my cat would totally be talking to itself. So 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so now I have two things to go off of. So, uh, yeah. So Axel, my cat, who is here right now, he will just be sitting on the couch and he'll be like... And just like what I did is just like look startedly at Way, and, and he will he yeah. will literally do a video like that. A, yeah, do a video. He will literally look, and then he'll like run, bat out of hell. Ooh. And I was like, I, I was no, this has happened many times, and I'm always like, what? Like let me in on what you're saying. Yeah. Like should I be running? Should, should I run too? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. The animals will tell us. Yeah. So so that actually kind of whatever. But I'm more into like. I think there are spirits around. Mm-hmm. Do I believe in ghosts? No, but I feel like if I say no, they'll show up tonight. So, like, I don't want to say that. Ghosts and spirits different? Yeah, I would say they're the same. same. I think yes. so. I think they're one I and the same. I thought they're the same. Oh, interesting. But I don't, so I think, no, I think, no, 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 I think I, the I, difference for me. Sorry, I want, so finish your thing. I'm so sorry. No. Yeah. I am so sorry. But, like, I think, so if we're, I think, Similar in that, like, ghosts to me feel like scary movie ghosts. Like, there's this thing that knocks oh. something over, that does something weird. Those are monsters. Yeah. And that's unlike... Poltergeists and... are the ones that knock things over. Oh. Okay, so, have you have all discovered with us, like I said before, <laughs> we learn in this space every day. And you're learning with us. That's true. That's and true. so now we're learning that there's, we, ghost there's spirits, one, two, three, four, five different people here, and we all have different ideas. I... 
I definitely believe in spirits. I think that spirits are definitely around. I know when my papa died, my my aunt and my mom and my nanny all talk about like different situations yeah. after he died, like the, the night he died. That's yeah. my mom. Yeah. So I, I yeah. like yes, one hundred percent. I believe in spirits, ghosts that are around. Like I said, I don't want to say no because I feel like they'll show up if I say no. But I mean, I guess that means I'm scared of something. But when we, th- when Kara, <laughs> that was deep. Sorry, when Kara was talking about being in the shower and all these things, I am much more like my my fear of ghosts is one percent. My fear of like an intruder yeah, is like ninety percent. No, I'm not afraid about. I'm not scared about intruders. My door is always open. I yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't come into your house. Kara, you need to not tell people. No, 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 no. You need to lock your door. No, but yeah, she's saying that the, I think her point is good luck to you coming, stepping into my yeah. house. Oh, so no, no, I will run. I just don't. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. Nicole. Nicole. Um, well, now that I know that they're separate. Okay. I well, they don't have don't, to be separate to you. They could be the one I believe in spirits. I've had a spiritual experience. Okay, I would really like to where, hear Where, sure, I'll share it. No problem, Angelina. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't realize that you were already in the midst. <laughs> but it was like a dream-ish, kind of, but like you can really feel it. So my my grandfather passed away when I was like in grade seven-ish. So I used to like visit him all the time. And then I kind of like reached a point where I stopped going. And then once I stopped going, I would send letters. And then... I just kind of stopped communicating, and as soon as I stopped communicating, he passed away. So I think I had a lot of like guilt, guilt with mm. it, but I think that's not cool. Well, okay, yeah. Um, but I had a dream that he came in mm-hmm. and he held my hand mm-hmm. and then like brushed my hair because he used to always do that when I was a kid. Oh, that's why you love it so much. Um, oh. Maybe. Maybe. Wow, this is like a counseling session. (laughs) We might need to come back to this. Um, and then he said, it's okay. And then I went to bed, and I woke up. So, the answer is yes. Neka. Zach Zach had a very similar experience like that when his grandma passed away. So, I have heard lots of stories like that. My mom did too. My mom's fear was that Papa wouldn't make it, like her dad wouldn't make it to Christmas. And so, when he died... She had a dream that he came, he was there for Christmas, he sat in the Christmas, mm-hmm. like, and everything like that, and there were, like, gifts being, whatever, like, he, he was there for the entire Christmas, that was her dream. And then mm-hmm. she woke up, realizing that it was okay, that he had come and done Christmas with them. So is yeah. that you guys truly yeah. believe in spirits or ghosts, or is that it brings you comfort when somebody passes or somebody wasn't dies? my so, dream. I think it's comfort. <laughs> I have no I idea. Comfort. I it's comfort, both. but I do believe in spirits because of that. Because people have ghosts, stronger connections. I don't know. I'm on the same level that. as you, Kara. Yeah. I Neca, think Neca, that. Why don't you wrap us well, up? You can always do it. I'm you scared? can wrap us up. Yeah, Necker has the last thought. Well, no, I, I was enjoying this conversation. I, I. I, be- I hear Amanda um, around the sort of the rational, logical thing, but I believe that there is there are other things that none of us are aware of. Because when um, my mum died when I was 12, and there's an incident where Alera was three, and I was cooking, we're living in England, I was cooking, and she came downstairs and said to me that... Uh, basically started telling me about a conversation she had with her grandmother and so I'm, I'm sort of not paying attention chopping onions and then she's telling me what grandma said and you know she oh. has to be so then I thought okay this she's actually talking to me about this thing 
So I then started asking her what, who was grandma? She said, your mum, your mum was upstairs talking to me and was telling me yeah. I had to be a good girl and, and then described my mother. Oh my God. I just got goosebumps. Yeah, yeah so I mean, described, wow. described, and to this day she remembers it. She still remembers that conversation. So, and I thought I love those people. Yeah, and yeah. I thought she, she's, she, she was three. It's not stuff. She didn't know my kids. Though, were like but pets. Kid, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, kids and pets can. They, yeah. they yeah. sense it's this stuff. Yeah, it's because they so haven't had the world tell them to stop believing yet. Yeah. Oh. Yes. No, I didn't yeah. even think of that. No. I mean, that was not me. That's that's like a, <laughs> that's like a thing. that was you, Amanda. I, I, I clearly that. didn't know I wasn't on that level where I realized it was a thing. Yeah, that's but what my mom said. I'm glad you brought it rag, yeah. So a ghost doesn't play with yeah. my baby. Yeah, it's so interesting. Uh, I would put the rag. We always think ghosts are bad, though, and like yeah, it's that's so what I mean. interesting. I don't think they like, are. I think that it's. I think there can be. I don't want any of those ones to come find me. Well, the poltergeist. So but, poltergeist are the, the fuckers that come <laughs> and and move shit and break things. Okay. And, so that's they're, they're angry. But, they're, they're ghosts. But I just oh, think that's that's I think that ghosts can also be like, or spirits or whatever you want to call them. I think it's like, I think that they can be positive. Like I'm like I just I think that yeah. it's like I think I don't I don't meet either. <laughs> I think I'm okay. Okay, that's good. That's okay. good too. I got I have to pee. Yeah. Um, so that was a great. I have to pee. Um, great, great, great show. Before we go, and you, um, I'm sure are going to wrap it up lovely for us, but before we go, we just wanted to say again, we have a Patreon. Um, it's patreon.com slash what's your safe word. It's also going to be linked in the description of the podcast. Um, Patreon's a monthly subscription service. You can go on and sponsor us. Um, we've talked about it before. Like We are a non-profit a- agency. We are just trying to do this kind of out of our own pockets right now. And we would love to be able to support the podcast in different ways. Um, subscription packages start at as low as $2 a month. As low as $2 a month. Yeah. That's yeah. the cost of a Starbucks coffee. That's less no, than a Starbucks coffee. No, I think coffee. it's Tim Hortons. It's the cost of a Tim Hortons coffee, okay, but less than a Starbucks coffee. Starbucks is five dollars, like an yeah. extra large, yeah, Tim Hortons coffee. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And anyway, that's a lot. It's really like a lot of coffee. <laughs> it gets commercial. So if you well. have any, if, if you would like to sponsor us, please go online and do that. There's lots of bonuses with sponsoring us. And as always, if you have any questions, yep, email us at podcast at womenatthecenter.com. And we will all see you next time. Thank you so much, Nicole. Thank you so much, Kara. And Thank as you usual, so I love Amanda. you, Amanda. And now you you all have like a better idea of what they all mean to us and, and what we all mean to each other. Hopefully you all can join us at our, li- at our live podcast in the it's future. coming up. Yeah, we're going yeah, to do so one. Yeah, so we're having a live podcast in May in Toronto. So uh, we will keep you updated. Yeah. There also. might be sex toys there. Just saying. <laughs> And Nicole. Yeah, and Nicole. And Nicole. Nicole. We love you all. Have a good night. Bye. Bye. So we have a bit of an update for everybody. We do. We are, when we first started the podcast, we were doing bi-weekly. And then I think we got so excited and we wanted to switch to weekly. And so we did. And that has been absolutely wonderful. However, absolutely exhausting as well. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And we, our podcast producer, Amanda, is going into her master's and is currently in school now. And so we only, and NECA runs a nonprofit. I work in a nonprofit salary. Yeah. And so we only have so much time. And so we're actually going to push it back to bi weekly um, podcasts. Also, so that we have like time. 
excited for it again. I agree. And I think the for the audience to take the time that you folks need to really unpack the conversations that we're having because I think when we when we come at you every week it can be a lot. Yeah. It can be a lot. So this moving back to every other week I think is going to be good for all of us. 